0: Hey guys, ECRG here, back with another video. Today I'm doing an article review, and the article is titled, Can a New Partnership Solve the CRA Shortage? Now I know a lot of people that watch this channel are interested in becoming CRAs because of, you know, just the great overall experience, the ability to travel across the country and make good money while you're at it as well. But there is a huge shortage of CRAs in the industry, and it can be felt from everywhere across the CRO. I used to be on studies where they where they just could not get CRAs. They would have a couple CRAs on the study, but they needed many more to conduct, uh, you know, SIVs site initiation visits and pre-study selection visits, you know, all these type of visits that CRAs do. They just did not have enough to get them done. So what happened is the CTLs would have to step in or even sometimes a project manager would have to step in and conduct these visits just because they could not get enough CRAs now a lot of companies are starting to do training programs throughout the year but that stopped in 2017 for the most part because of all of the uh, condensation of companies in the uh, clinical research space Um, and but now it's there's not much going on in 2018 so these are starting to pick back up again and you're gonna see if you're looking on indeed or just you know looking around on LinkedIn or looking for the job in clinical research you should see uh, CRA training programs start to pop up and even entry-level CRA roles that people with no experience can get in to be a CRA now entry-level and CRA's it can be confusing because that could mean anywhere from literally zero experience to up to two years of clinical research experience and that's an entry-level CRA that's something that I don't like that the industry does because typically entry-level means no experience so they should just call it a CRA one instead of calling it entry-level CRA but that's neither here nor there now this article provides a unique a unique perspective on how to help solve the CRA shortage, so we're going to dive into that right here. So they're saying essentially that you know the CRA sh- shortage is a is pretty much a self fulfilling cycle because if you don't have a lot of CRAs, it makes it makes more people want to be CRAs because of the inflated salary, and because there's not enough CRAs to distribute the workload, um, there's going to be a lot of people. That are gonna be overworked by that increased workload and then they jump you can jump anywhere to any company pretty much any company is always looking for experienced CRAs at all times it's been that way for decades now but every company because of the growth of the industry every company is looking for experienced CRAs so you never have to worry about a job after you become a CRA because someone else will take you even if your reviews are bad even if you're just a mediocre CRA you can get a job and that's good. That's a good field to be in for the employee. That definitely benefits the employee. And I'm all for uh, empowering and benefiting the employee. So, there this article is essentially saying that because those people are overworked, they leave and they go to a different company and then companies have hard times filling that role. So it's a you know a self-fulfilling cycle and then someone else comes in, they're overworked and then they leave also. So there's a lot of turnover in the CRA space, which I think, again, is good for the employee, but it's bad for the sponsor when you want something done. When you wanna do stuff, you wanna be able to go fast. You wanna you want to have your foot on the gas and be able to go fast. And the only way to do that is to limit turnover, essentially have no turnover. So that's frustrating to sponsors when you're trying to get stuff done and you're just constantly changing up the team. So there's a new partnership coming out which is, it's called In Awe, it was formed between the uh, collaboration of VRS, SEC recruitment, and IAOCR, which is the International, I think, Association of Clinical Research. And I'm familiar with that organization because I have heard that they are starting to do more accrediting of monitors, as they say in this article. Um, And I know some companies are using them already. I believe Cineos Health is one of them. To help accredit their monitors and what that essentially says is you have a certain competency level if you get this accreditation so it's good because I've talked to some people at Cineos and they say that the company pays for it and you know it's basically included in your training which is good because that that go that goes with you throughout your career Um, that's something forever so you get some letters behind your name which is awesome so I'm sure we're gonna see a bunch of other organizations start to adopt this as well these uh, those training metric because once you get it it makes it a lot easier to sell yourself to a sponsor as well so sponsors like it because obviously they want somebody with experience but really what they're trying to focus on this new organization is uh, competency so you can see right here in all will offer a comprehensive early talent service that selects candidates and develops CRA competencies in them the problem with the industry has been that sponsors want people with experience but just because you have experience doesn't mean you're actually good so what they're trying to focus more on now is competency how good are you because somebody who's been doing it for a year could be better than someone who's been doing it for three years um, you know there's talent to this just like in everything so let you know like they say here they generally want to hire people with two years of entry of industry experience which is true and you know it's it's been a problem as they're saying I didn't even realize this but you know rapidly growing industry and they've seen retirement of experienced CRAs so you know I guess once they get up there in age and they don't want to be on the road as much anymore they're retiring which is good I mean sometimes I mean I know CRAs that have been doing it for 15 20 years and you know eventually the the road life gets gets boring it gets it gets tiring you get burnout so that's interesting and you know it's interesting that they're going to the college level too and I think this is a good skill I mean a good tactic because people and in, in our in the age group millennial and younger man they just want to travel and so CRA they want to travel and have impact so CRA is the perfect job for them because they're gonna love being on the road in those early years when you have not many commitments and you know that's just pretty much what it is um, but really the program is just gonna essentially make sure that you have the right competencies to become a CRA a qualified CRA and they're gonna place you in positions uh, that have been unfilled so you know can can this actually work and you know I I think it can work if the sponsors want it to work because the sponsors dictate everything they're writing the check so they pretty much are gonna dictate what happens so if they accept people with this certification and say hey you guys are competent enough to monitor then everything is going to be all good Um, it's really the sponsors that are dictating this Uh, CROs would create more training programs if they could get the sponsor to approve of them with six months experience a year of experience but sponsors have clamped down and said we want two years experience industry experience before anyone can become a CRA so that's what it is right now that's why it's so hard for them to get new talent even though so many people so many people people email us uh, at elite clinical group at gmail.com all the time wanting to be CRAs. everyone wants to be a CRA that's part of the reason why I even started this channel was to help people get into the CRA role but that's that's just one of the things everyone wants to be a CRA but it's very hard to become a CRA you've got to put your time in you got to do one to two years I mean maybe you can even get lucky with one year if you get into a program uh, which are very competitive and hard to get into but once you do two years then a sponsor is more likely to accept you so that's pretty much what this boils down to will the sponsor accept you and that's why they're building this training course because they want the sponsor to be able to accept you and they're gonna build it based on competencies because experience that's going to take two years but this training program could take you know six months for you to become competent enough six months a year could cut the time in half so um, and then they also go on to talk about in this article you know universities can help with the problem I noticed that my university uh, my university big science and engineering University and you know they have there's a lot of biotechs and pharma companies in the area of the university Never once at the university did I hear about CRA or anything else other than dental school, nursing school, a little bit of PA in there, and medical school. That's all I heard about. I didn't hear about any chiropractic or podiatry. No, nothing. All I heard about was literally dentist, nurse, doctor, and a little bit of physician assistant. That's it. And then, you then you know, if it wasn't for a friend, then I wouldn't have even heard about being a CRA. So it's still like a pretty secretive industry. Not a lot of people know about it. So definitely CROs and pharmaceutical companies can do a lot more in reaching out to universities and making sure that students know, hey, this is a viable career option and you can make a pretty decent living doing it. So I think that's a great opportunity as well for them to get more talent is reach out to universities, reach out to where the the next generation of talent is going to be. So yeah, so I mean, I think this is this is a good start. I think it will work, but I think the buck eventually just stops with the sponsors. If the sponsors want two years experience, they're going to get two years experience. This isn't going to help anything. Um, if they're open to having less than two years experience, then the industry is going to open up. The CROs are going to put out more training programs for people that are under two years experience. So right now they're trying to make the... Argument that competencies more important so if they can get people that are competent and build them up to be competent to become CRA's then they're gonna pitch that to the sponsor and see what they say but if the sponsor says no then I firmly believe this will not work uh, it all just depends on how how open the sponsor is to this and you know rightly so they do want people that are experienced because they're paying a lot of money for these monitors Think about it you're paying flights and these flights aren't booked well in advance these flights are booked you know maybe a few weeks in advance at most a couple weeks in advance at most um, you know traveling all around the country so you're not getting great deals so you know they got to pay for that then they got to pay for the hotel um, you know CRAs don't stay in like Motel 6 you know a lot of times they're staying in, in the W they're staying you know the Hilton downtown Doubletree they're staying they're staying in nice places. Um, then you got to pay meals and all that stuff. Then you got to pay the actual cost of monitoring. So I mean, a lot of these CRAs are making seventy thousand dollars minimum and up. Um, you know, upwards of hundred twenty-five, hundred thirty, hundred forty thousand dollars. So it's not cheap to uh, to finance a CRA. And imagine if you're financing the whole team. You know, you got four, five, six, seven CRAs on the team. That can add up quickly for a sponsor. So they're fine paying the money because a lot of these companies are multi-billion dollar companies you know making 20 billion 30 40 billion dollars a year so they can finance it but they definitely want to make sure that their money is well spent that they are getting the best monitoring and the best data from their clinical trial as possible so that's really why the CRA is so vital and they want to make sure that they're both competent and experienced so actually me just even saying that—that's probably where their sponsors eventually going to go. They're going to say, "Okay, we want to make sure that they're competent, but why not have both? Why not have someone that's competent and experienced? Why can't we just—why can't we just get—why do we have to just settle for someone that's competent?" So, the, obviously, the best people are are going to get paid. The most competent and the most uh, most the most competent are going to get paid, and the most experienced are going to get paid the most as well. But because we're in that shortage period, uh, this this group of people are trying to make the push that hey, you know competency can sometimes override experience. So I'm gonna post this link in the description box, so you guys can read the article yourself. But I thought it was an interesting read. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, as always, if you want my take on one of these articles, you can email me the article at eliteclinicalgroup at gmail or post it down below in the comment section and I can do a review uh, I, I like reviewing these articles just because uh, I get other people's perspectives not just my own but you can get my perspective on their perspective if you understand what I'm saying all right guys I'm out email me elite at gmail.com peace